0: Hello, everyone. This is Chris and Sandy Benton with The Chris and Sandy Show. Where we get up close and personal with amazing rising artists, and as I say every day, it's going to be a great show because we have great artists. We never have a bad artist, and today we have Molly Lovett, and I think you're going to love her. Molly, are you here?
1: Yes, I'm here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing really good. Yeah, how are you doing?
0: <laughs> I'm pretty good, just, you know, trying to get through all this mess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. That's just every day is just another day of <laughs> trying to make it through.
0: <laughs> the one good thing doing this show, you know, it's from home anyway, so this all works out yeah. for us right now. Yeah, That
1: is true, yeah. You guys, yeah, that's real good for you guys. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> so as we get started, tell us a little brief overview of who you are, where you're from, um, and what hobbies you like to do outside of music. Let's, well, I always like to start out with some fun.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, my name's Molly Lovett. I am from St. Louis, Missouri. Um, I've lived here my whole life. Um, hoping I'm supposed to be moving to Nashville in just a couple months, so uh, we we'll oh, wow. Hopefully, uh, yeah. Hopefully, this craziness all ends sooner than later, so I can move. <laughs> um, but yeah. So yeah. So um, yeah, I've been doing music my whole life, but uh, I love. I also grew up in a sports family, so I love. Mm-hmm. Um, I played basketball you know, in high school, and Mm
2: -hmm. my
1: whole life, I did the whole club thing, and all of that, so love basketball, Um, I have a big soccer family, too, a couple of uh, my mom's brothers played for, like, the U.S. team, and did really cool stuff with soccer, Um, we love, we've got here in St. Louis, you know, the St. Louis Cardinals, and the Blues, Mm -hmm. hockey, so love going to
2: those games, (laughs) and
1: All of that. So yeah, those are, I would say, sports or my other my other love besides music. <laughs>
0: oh wow! So you're gonna be any Nashville sports fans?
1: Um, I guess I guess I could be a <laughs> a, a Titans fan. I could be a Tennessee Titans because titan. St. Louis, we don't really have our our football team anymore. They took the Rams from us. Oh okay. So, so I could yeah, uh, I could be a a, a Titans
0: fan. <laughs> And then the Titans didn't do too bad last year, last year. So yeah so. i
1: I was actually in Nashville when they played um, their that last game that they ended up losing. Um, but I yeah I was in Nashville, so I got to be a a fan that day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was I was rooting. I mean I've always been a Jack Jacksonville Jaguars fan but there's nothing to ever root for for them. And, yeah. and really, oh, that's true. And I, yeah. and I, <laughs> and I think bad t- for Tennessee, people felt the same way until last year. Yeah. Last year was like, wow. Yeah, <laughs> well, I've been rooting for think, them yeah. last year.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like so many people <laughs> were rooting for them
0: just because, yeah, they were kind of the
1: <laughs> underdog and, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. And they kept winning. It was like, how are they winning? Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we were surprised they made it that far.
1: (laughs) I know. I think most people were. Yeah.
0: Mm Mhm. And we're actually planning on moving to Nashville, probably somewhere between August and next spring.
1: I thought I read that. Yeah, that's awesome. That'll be super cool. Yeah, that'll be. Yeah, I'm just excited to be down there in that atmosphere. You know, for Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. like 24/7 because I do travel there. Not now, because, you know, we're all stuck at home, but (laughs) I was
0: traveling back and forth a few
1: times a month, so I do, I love being down there, and it'll be nice to just, yeah, to be there.
0: (laughs) Now, how far is Nashville from where you are?
1: It is about five hours, so not a, not a bad drive. Um, It's like a 45-minute flight, so yeah, yeah, if I ever need to get there or get home, I can be there super quick, so yeah, and the drive now is, a breeze. Like I feel like I'm in the car for
0: an hour. because <laughs> yeah, we 'cause we're mm-hmm. we're like um seven and a half hours away, so Okay. So yeah, yes. a little farther, <clears throat> but <laughs> to... so what's something quirky about you?
2: Hmm.
1: That's a good question. Um <laughs> <laughs> I would say this is my weird thing. Um mm. I have this weird fascination with um, like psychics and oh, wow. <laughs> like people like that. Like I don't know what is what it is. Um, I just like have always like I love watching TV shows about that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And like I just think it's so like who knows if any of it's real. But I just find that stuff so interesting. <laughs> like I think it's so. I don't know. I just love. <laughs> I don't know. I love that kind of stuff. That's my one. Yeah, <laughs> one of my weird things that people are always like, what? <laughs>
0: Now I know at the beginning you said that You know you've been around music all your life At what age did you know where you were like This is really what I want to do with my life
1: Yeah um, Gosh I mean When I was little like when people would ask me You know what do you want to be when you grow up I would always Mm -hmm. say oh I want to be I want to be a famous singer you know I want to be I want to be a singer (laughs) That was always kind of my answer Um, But then Mm -hmm. you know I was Graduating high school and reality kind of hits and it's like oh well time to go to college everybody's going to college so um, I did go to college for a year and um, during that year just kind of realized like I this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing like this isn't what I Mm -hmm. I want to be doing Um, you know I just I want to play music and I want to share that music with with everybody and
0: whatever Um, so Mm -hmm.
1: that's yeah it was my freshman year of college when I kind of realized that I need to, yeah, I need to go for this.
0: <clears throat> and, and, you know, we can relate to that story because um, when we first launched New Country Buzz back in 2014, 2015, and we shut it down at the end of 2015 for personal reasons, but I felt like a piece of me died. And I, I mean, we let go of the domain, everything, and I think it's like every six months, I would go to GoDaddy, Up, oh, nope, still available, and
3: mm-hmm.
0: then six months later, up, oh, nope, still available, <laughs> And I remember yeah. October of 2018. I told Sandy, I was like, "NewCountryBuzz.com is still available. I think God wants us to do this and go finish what we started because it was eating me alive." Yeah. So, you know. I've... So here we are. You know. And so if somebody would have ever bought that domain in that time, we probably wouldn't be doing this.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I do believe. Yeah. <laughs> everything happens for a reason. You know. God. Yeah. Calls us all to to do something and to make some sort of difference and um yeah, so that's yeah, that's really cool.
0: <clears throat> so what drives you?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um <laughs> I would say um I mean I probably my family, um I'm a really big family person, you know, like I I have a really big Irish Catholic family and um we do literally everything together like everyone jokes mm-hmm. we have like a, a party for everything like we'll have, you know one of the great grandchildren turns five or six or some random age and <laughs> we have a big party like we're just if we're big you know we, big families all love each other and um I definitely want to you know succeed and do things and make them all proud and happy. And,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah, they definitely have shown me so much support. And, uh, yeah, I appreciate all of them a lot.
0: You know, the thing about family, and it's great that you've got that support. <clears throat> One of the things that I think kind of I hate about is, you know, you, you see people, and I'm sure you've seen this, and you've probably been told this, that artists just need to get a real job. Mm-hmm. and yep. it frustrates me when I hear that. I've, I've told so so many people through the years that, you know what, don't tell an artist to get a real job because they got something better, a passion to live for. And a lot of people right. just don't have that passion. And and just talk about what happens when you take away that passion. Um, I've got friends of mine, and I always tell this story in every episode because I want parents and other people to understand that when you've got a creative spirit in, in your child. You need to cultivate that, and Mm -hmm. I've got friends of mine who's been, say, 15 years in their career, and they're miserable, and you sit down with them, and they're like, well, why are you miserable? You've got this nice lifestyle. You've got a great family. You've got this awesome career, and then, of course, they always stop you. I mean – and say, so, oh, I wouldn't say the great career part. I'm like, well, you went to six and eight years of <laughs> college for that career. What do you mean? Oh, right. I, I did it for my parents, not for me. Because I never yeah. wanted to come this route. Everybody pushed me this route, and it left what I really wanted. So now, all for 15 years of their life, they've masked over what they really wanted to do with their life. And now some yeah. of them are drinking. Destroying their families and everything, all because parents and other people said, "Nope, you got to go to college," or yeah. you gotta, and not necessarily, and not necessarily saying you got to go to college, but saying, "No, you got to be this,"
2: you mm-hmm. know, or
0: be that. You know, of course, college is fine. I'm not knocking college. I'm knocking that telling someone that they need to be a doctor, they need to be a lawyer, something like that. You know, that's a little yeah. different.
1: No, yeah, I love that you say that um, because. There were some people, you know, that when I decided not to go to school, um, that were kind of like, "Oh wow, like, are you sure? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe you should, you should try, yeah, like, you, you should try the music thing, but you should definitely still get a degree and still do that." And I am so so lucky with my parents and my family because mm-hmm. my parents were the first to say, "Like, if this is what you want to do, like, you're all in, then we're all in, and no, you're not. You can go back to school and whenever you want. If this, you yeah, know, if you exactly. decide someday that." Mm -hmm. You know, you've done and whatever, but if this is what you want to do, like, let's go do it. So I was very, very lucky Uh, in that sense.
0: And I love that. And and usually I talk about some of the good stuff first, and then we go to the bad stuff. But I think I'm going to flip it this time because you kind of went with something there that piqued me um, where you talked about being all in. And where I want to go with this is we interviewed Allison Steele from Two Steele Girls back in 2014. And they were full time at that time with music. My question, Mm -hmm. one of my questions was, what um, advice would you give an up and coming artist? And she said, funny you should ask that because I'm going to give you a funny answer that probably Mm -hmm. people are not going to be people going to be surprised on me as a full time artist. She said, but if your heart will allow you to do anything outside of music, please go do that. Don't do music and just keep it as a hobby. She said because the sacrifices we have to make. Because if there's a death today, and I got a gig tonight, I got to smile on that stage. If they want a yeah. song that reminds me of that death, I have to play that song like it's t- like like there's no tomorrow with that song. And she said the struggles we go through, the financialness that we go through. You know, we, we wear so many jobs as an independent artist. We 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 don't. We, you know, we're not big artists where everything's done for you. We're small artists where we have to do everything ourselves. She says, but if your heart won't allow you to do anything else, then go all in because the only way you'll make it. Now, what do you think about what she said? And let's go there on some of the the struggle side.
2: Yeah,
1: um, I I totally agree. I mean, it is definitely – this isn't obviously an easy career choice, and it's not something that just happens overnight where you – you know, I actually – I remember – hearing on um some radio show um it was a newer artist but they had just gotten airtime for the first time um and people were like i feel like people just assume that once you make it on the radio or once something cool happens yeah. that you're just like a millionaire and and you know everything's <laughs> working out for you um but i remember that guy um i don't remember what artist it was but he had said you know his song finally like was on the radio and whatever. Um, and he went to the gas station to like buy a soda and his card got declined. Like, it, you know, it was just funny that, <laughs> yeah, people, people don't realize that, you know, it, it takes a lot of time and, and effort. Um, and, uh, but yeah, I do agree that, you know, you gotta, you have to be all in. And that's, that is what I'm doing. I love, um, I mean, I have a passion obviously for my music, um, mm-hmm. but I love, um, just I just want to make a difference you know I love I love kids and I love people and I just um, so that kind of goes along with why this is so important to me and getting my music out there um, but yeah it is it is hard um, I haven't had to face too too many um, struggles yet I am still in St. Louis with my family and parents so I'm sure <laughs> in the next few months when I'm on my own and trying to to be a game pay for, Yeah, I pay for my apartment and all my food and music stuff. It's going to yeah, definitely some reality's going to hit. Um, but I um I mean, yeah, it's hard too. like she was saying with um, you know, mm-hmm. if, if there's a death in the family or something you got to go play and that's what I haven't had anything that extreme obviously yet. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's things that I have had to miss, you know, stuff with friends, yeah, yeah, family she... and Different events, yeah. That I, you know, I had a show tonight. I'm sorry, I can't come celebrate your yep. birthday. Or I can't come do this. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, because she, because yeah, she talked about too that you know what a lot of people don't realize is you know the it's you know even though her and her daughter were the artists, the whole family has to sacrifice. You know, and like yeah. like you said with birthdays and like um when we when we interviewed um yesterday, Carleen Carter, she told parts of the story growing up in the Carter family. And says, that's all she knew is the road. She goes, we didn't celebrate birthdays at home. We celebrated birthdays on the road. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much every holiday. Yeah, it is.
1: Yeah, crazy. Um, Yeah, so definitely that is true. It's a sacrifice for the family too for sure because that's what, again, I'm very lucky to have – the family and parents I do. So they are there at every single show pretty much. Like I, I really don't think my parents have missed a show. So they definitely, oh, you right. know, have sacrificed their weekends and they love coming and getting mm-hmm. to watch me. Um, but yeah, but they definitely have made sacrifices as well. So,
0: so tell us a parent story where they stepped up and you're like, wow, they actually believe in what I'm doing.
1: Um, I would say probably, when I told them that I didn't want to go back to school and that Mm -hmm. um, I want to do the music because I mean, I had done my whole life. I had done like talent shows and played in coffee shops and done that whole little thing. Um, And they knew that I wrote music and all that, but Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I don't know. I I guess when I had told them, I was, I was kind of nervous, you know, to to (laughs) tell them like, you know, I'm not going to go back to school. Is that okay with you? Like, you know what what's going to Yeah, what are you guys going to think? Um, but when they came back and like didn't even hesitate and were like, "Okay, like let's put a business plan together. Let's do this." I was like, "Oh my gosh, like they think I can do it? Like they
2: they they're
1: going for it? Oh, wow. like they're going to yeah." It was really cool. Um and then another this one was actually my grandma. So, mm-hmm. she um Again, I just because she's, you know, older and lived in different times, just a little more traditional. So when she heard, like we had told her I wasn't going back to school, she didn't take mm. it as well as my parents did. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, you know, you can imagine. But um, I had a show. It was mm-hmm. just this past summer, um, and it was a full band show, and my grandma and mm. grandpa were there. And oh, wow. after the show, she came up and she was just like crying her eyes out. <laughs> and she was like, "I am so sorry." She was like, "You are, you are gonna make it. Like you're, you're gonna do this and you're whatever." And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, uh, so that was just another one that just <laughs> wow. got me. And I was you like, know, "Oh,
0: you know, that's the reason we do this show, right there. The story you just told. I mean, you got me in tears now." <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but that's what drives us to keep the. Uh, Chris Sandy show going because because again you know there are a lot of people out there that don't believe in y'all, and yeah. you know and think that you know music is nothing you know, but if you take away music from anything from everything, what well, you would have we would have nothing and right. I love that story that that although she might not agreed with you mm-hmm. um, dropping out of college for now mm-hmm. she went, once she saw you on stage. I really believe God put it in her heart. Look, I'm doing something here.
1: Right. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, it was, that was, yeah, a really, really cool special night for me and and her too, just to, yeah, for that all to unfold. It was just, yeah, it was really cool.
0: So now that we talked about some of the um, roughness, of music. Mm-hmm. Split flip the script a little bit. And, and usually, I, usually I do it the other way around. Usually I talk about the good than the bad. But that, but again, I never know where the show's going to lead, and it was kind of leading mm-hmm. that way anyway. So it's like, you know what, we'll go there first. So let's yeah. flip the script. Um, when you look back on your career so far, what are some wow moments where you're like, wow, I got to do that? <laughs>
2: um,
1: that's a good question. I would say one of my favorite um (laughs) little memories so i played at um if you're in st louis it's a venue um like a little a bar it's called uh cybergs so they have Mm -hmm. um a bunch of locations but one of their locations they do full band shows it's a much bigger venue bigger stage um and they have they actually have like national acts come and play there as well and so they have um they have, like, a bunch of guitars hung up, you know, by the wall, like, near the stage. Mm-hmm. And so when they have those national acts come, they have them, like, sign the guitars. Um, so there was, like, I know Sam Hunt was up there, and um, uh-huh. I think Dan and Shay, like, yeah, some some cool artists. And after the show, they asked if I would sign the guitars. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was like, wow. Do you want me to sign your guitar? Like, what? It was, it was like, yeah, a bunch of actual, like, like artists on tour and then they asked me and I was like Mm -hmm. oh my gosh (laughs) so yeah that was just a cool like are you sure (laughs) but
0: um yeah because you'll probably be big one day what and they believe in you because you'll probably be big one day and they believe that
1: yes which yeah again that just was another like really just yeah made me very happy just (laughs) see all the support and everything Mm -hmm. um but, yeah, I also, um, so I had another full band show. It was when I released my first album. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was actually the first full band show that I ever did was that album release oh, wow. part. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I kind of, yeah, got into all this performing and all of that um, a little later. Um, you know, it was, yeah, my freshman year of college when I did my first full band show. <laughs> so
2: oh, wow. uh, mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I was always, yeah. That was probably a rough on, you know, year. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was, yeah. But, um, that, it was crazy. So we, um, played at this place called Helen Fitzgerald's here in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And, um, honestly, we had no idea who was going to show up, who like how the night was going to go. We told the venue that we would, cause we, we just didn't know. Mm-hmm. Like it was my first time. they we are like, well just give yeah. me a chance and we'll, we'll see what happens. And we ended up, there were over 300 people there and um, they said it was a Thursday night, and they said that was the most money they have made on a Thursday night ever. Like, broke record. So we were like, Uh that was just another one for me that was like, oh, my gosh, like, (laughs) I I can do this. Like, I want to do this. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that was definitely another high for me.
0: Yeah, I can remember the very first um, show we ever did, not with the Kristen Sandy show, but back years ago, I remember it was on Facebook and we were launching New Country Buzz. and We were going to do some interviews, and I pitched out to Facebook that what we're doing. And I'll never forget Allison still being the one stepped up that said, "You know what? What what do you need? I I got your back." And she was the first person mm-hmm. to ever give us a chance, actually interview. And we did a lot, quite a bit back then before we shut the site down, including one with Kelsey Ballerini, which was pretty oh, cool. Oh wow, um, that is really cool. <laughs> Yeah. You know, and then of course when we launched launched the Kristen Sandy show this past January, we were grateful, um, to to Sherry with um Ashlyn Grace because she was our very first artist that we brought on to interview. I mean that takes guts, I had no idea if we could even do a show. Right. And, it really you know, is
1: all about um yeah, about people giving you that, that first chance, that you know, giving you giving you a chance for sure
0: and here we are now you're a 59th artist and we're proud to have you on the show oh, well,
1: yes. thank you. yeah I'm so so glad to be here
0: <clears throat> so who growing up who were like some of your musical influences
1: um yeah I definitely grew up during that whole Taylor Swift
2: era <laughs> so um, <laughs> <Well>. <laughs>
1: yeah I'm young yeah so uh, I, Taylor Swift was always um, one that I was listening to and singing along to. I actually, we have a video. It was the first video I ever posted on YouTube. Um, I was in mm-hmm. fourth grade. So I think I was like nine years old or so. <laughs> and um, my dad, he actually plays the guitar um, too. Oh, well. So he, he was playing the guitar and I sang 15 by Taylor Swift and he posted that on YouTube and that was my, my first video. Ha, um, your
2: debut. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> my debut
1: of the world, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, that's still on YouTube somewhere. Um,
2: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Taylor
1: Swift for sure. Um, and then Carrie Underwood, definitely. Um, mm. We grew up, you know, watched her on American Idol. That was a, mm-hmm. a big show in, in my house. We would watch that every week, and we're very, very into it. <laughs> So yeah, Carrie for sure. Um, always loved Tim McGraw. I actually, um, my parents took me and my sister to the Tim McGraw concert when I was five years old. <laughs> Went and saw Tim and <laughs> Oh
0: well.
2: That
1: was my yeah. That was my first show. Um, but yeah, I would say those three for sure.
0: So it sounds like you really look up to Taylor Swift. If Taylor Swift was in front of you right now, what would be your first question?
1: Oh, gosh. Um, That's a good question. Um, Probably I would just ask her. I know she's a really good, like, business person. I mean, she has Mm -hmm. made quite a career for herself, so I would probably just ask for some advice business-wise and kind of getting Mm -hmm. myself and my music and career a little more off the ground.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's that's really good. That's smart because you know as an artist nowadays you've got to pretty much understand the business side of it. I mean yeah, you got yeah. a team of people, but you still as an artist really need to understand the business side. So that's that's yeah. really that that's a really good um question there for you.
1: Yeah, thank you.
0: <clears throat> so we're about to take a little quick break, commercial break and then we're going to play your song and come back and talk about that. How's that sound?
1: Okay, sounds good. Yeah.
3: Hey, everyone. We have partnered with another great podcast called The Sports Guys Podcast. You can find them over at thesportsguyspodcast.com. The Sports Guys Podcast is a sports and country music podcast
0: Really love that song.
3: Oh yes, great thank, song.
1: Thank you guys. Thank you so much.
0: So, what inspired that song? Um,
1: I actually, uh, so I wrote that song this past summer. Um, and I do, I tend to write most of my pretty well, all of my songs are pretty much about my life or my mm-hmm. friends or you know a story mm-hmm. that I know. Um, so yeah, so I. like Taylor Swift. Break. I I know that's what yeah that's what my friends always tell me. They're like you're you and Taylor. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I was coming off yeah of a breakup last summer and just kind of going through those emotions and going through all those different phases of you know you're sad and mad and whatever. Um, and so uh, mm-hmm. when I was sat down to write this song, um, I was kind of just in that phase of being just kind of annoyed at the whole relationship and everything that has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you know, you kind of feel like you've wasted like months of your life and, and all of yeah. that. Um, yeah. yeah, so I, yeah, so I was just kind of wishing that the whole relationship and everything just never happened. So that's where I got mm-hmm. loving you.
0: And just always remember that every breakup is preparing you for that right one.
2: Yes, yeah, that's so true. Yeah.
0: and that's you, what you you might not see it right now, but every breakup is preparing you for that one that God has for you.
1: That and that's why, yeah, there's definitely the phases that you go through during a breakup because mm-hmm. during that, you know, when I was writing that and feeling that, I was in such in the mode of like. This is all just terrible, and I just, oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> but, yes, then right, you yeah. you're, you get over it, and you're like, oh, well, this mm-hmm. was I'm fine. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, my wife, she's one of the few that's never had a boyfriend outside of me. So.
1: <laughs> oh, really?
0: That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look at yeah, that. Yeah. You, got, you
1: got it right your first time.
0: <laughs> yeah, very <laughs> but lucky all, there. But she almost did, because here I went through 19 years of addictions and first 5 years mm-hmm. of our marriage was heavy in those addictions. Um, and but she because she wasn't jaded by life, she didn't treat me the way most women would have in uh, under that circumstance. She loved me through the circumstance. Never put me down, praised me still. And I remember so many people have told us that, you know, tr- well, she allowed me to walk over her those first 5 years and I have to stop them says no she actually allowed me to experience god's true love through her
2: yeah that's and really cool if yeah. it weren't
0: for that i would not be here now i'm not saying that people should be walked up because i i never cheated and i never hit her so i didn't yeah. cross those li- lines you <laughs> know in those first five years
2: yeah but that i did cross insane. a
0: lot of lines and that uh, i'm not mm-hmm. proud of but it's our story yeah. and you know and now we're here you know i've been sober now 12 years and We've been married yes. over 17, so, and, no, and I mean, now we're doing perhaps. a radio show together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> a crazy journey. <laughs> it is, yeah. So it been, is all about,
1: yeah, finding that person yeah. that can, yeah, help you through and just be there for you for sure. Yes.
0: So what's has. been your favorite venue to play so far?
1: Um, hmm. Probably, so I played Um. in St. Charles which is um, pretty close to where I live here in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Um, it was this place, um, Lakeside 370. So it was a big outdoor venue. Um, so they had this oh, event wow. called Duck Fest. Um, mm-hmm. And it was yeah. like an all-day little, like, festival type of thing um, where they was it was all things country. So they did, like, duck <laughs> call contests throughout the day. And oh, there, was, wow. there was live music and just a bunch of booths up. And it was just such a fun – fun day i love i think playing outside like getting to do outdoor shows are so much fun it's just a different vibe and a just different atmosphere um so i think that's fun anyways but then yeah the whole day was just a blast and there were a bunch of people there and yeah that was definitely one of my favorite places <laughs> you know, to play
0: you know that reminds me when sandy and i first met she's from kentucky i was from georgia so we met online back in 2002 um, okay. So we really didn't get to spend much time together. So when I did go up there to see her, I remember I, me and my mom went up there because um, my mom's family's from Ohio. So um, she wanted to go, us go up there and then take a trip to Ohio and then back down and all that. So we made it like a little family thing. But we end up um, coming on the weekend of what they have, what they call Hillbilly Day. Oh,
2: yes. Big festival in that, that area
0: each year. I mean, mm-hmm. their town is only 10,000 people, but yet 300,000 people come for this. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <clears throat> and, so it gets crazy then. So Amen. that was my first experience in her neck of the woods. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>.
2: That's great. <laughs> That's funny.
0: So, so as you know, um, a lot of fans they don't really see the team that's behind you. They see you, you know. They mm-hmm. see Blake. They see Miranda. They they see the artist, but right. and they don't realize that it takes a team to do what you to, to do what you can do. Tell us some stories and introduce your team that's behind you on all this to everybody. Yeah, because I I always I always like to bring up the team so that. They get some pat on the backs here. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I love that because, yeah, no one usually asks about that. And um, that is true. I feel like a lot of people, um, a lot of my fans and friends and people even here in St. Louis um, probably don't know too much about my team and who all has been helping me out and working with me. Um, so I first, uh, my publicist um, is – Nicole Zeller at Berkshire media. Yeah,
0: she's awesome. So,
1: um, Oh my gosh. Yeah. She is the best. Um, they are all yeah, great over at Berkshire. Um, so I had met Nicole this past October. Um, mm. so before Cole, we, um, my parents and I were just kind of doing all this on our own and trying to, you know, <laughs> navigate all of this. And we were the ones, you know, calling venues and trying to get booked and mm. do things. Um, Yeah. So we, we met Nicole and that was a blessing for sure. Um, She has introduced me to so many people and um, you know, like, yeah, today probably wouldn't have had this all worked out today if it wasn't for Nicole. So so yeah, she's awesome. Um, And then my producer, I actually met through Nicole as well. So um, Jeffrey Teague is my producer down in Nashville and he has been in the business for a really, really long time. He's done a lot of amazing things worked with some really incredible people um I know if you if you read his like Wikipedia page it's crazy mm-hmm. he's worked with like <laughs> Nice Twain, Tom Petty, oh, a wow. bunch of bunch of yeah awesome artists and people so he definitely knows what he's doing and I was lucky that um he wanted to to take me on and, and help me out and that he believed in me too so that um that was really really great too Um, and then I have, um, my booking agency is actually based out of St. Louis. So it's ABE Mm -hmm. agency, American bands, entertainment. Um, and they actually, I just started working with them a few months ago. They reached out, um, and they have been awesome as well. We're actually in the works. Um, it's kind of on hold now because of, you know, quarantine and everything, but we're going to do videos together. Um, Mm -hmm. And, yeah, just trying to book some more, you know, bigger things and full band stuff. And, um, yeah, so they've all, it's just been, uh, like, my family and I always say, like, looking back a year ago, I mean, mm-hmm. I was in school still. Like,
2: this has just become
1: yeah. <laughs> such a week, We never thought we'd be this far in a year and have all of these people, mm-hmm. you know, on my team and helping me and who really believe in me. So it is, it's really cool. Mm-hmm.
0: And and you know, I, on one of the shows, I can't remember who it was, but they were saying that because when we talk about the team, said that if that um, Justin Bieber made a comment one time, I think it was Justin Bieber, that three hundred people now to do what his family did at the beginning.
1: Oh my gosh, I I totally believe that honestly. <laughs> like yeah, my I mean again, lucky with my parents and my family because, I mean I still I I do not have. A manager. I'm not with any management company right now. Um, it's my my parents and I kind of take over that role in Nicole Brickshore. They act, you know, somewhat as management as well right now. But it is mm-hmm. um, it is crazy like that. You know, even now just having a booking agent that like <laughs> that just everything is so it's so much easier and it's so so helpful to have a team for sure.
0: And I think people on the outside looking in because they don't see that they they don't see this as a real business you're just a singer but you're a business you're a brand
2: and a lot of and that
0: and and that's one reason i you know on every episode i try to bring up who's your team tell us about your team because i want to show people that they're a brand they're they're a running business, whether people realize it or not. It's not just that they have a job. They have like a hundred jobs sometimes. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, it is. Well, it's, a, it's actually funny. My family makes fun of me because, <laughs> you know, social media is a really big thing right now. And as an mm. artist, too, I mean, I have to be active on social media and engaging fans and all of that. And so anytime mm. I'm on my phone, my parents are like, oh, are you working right now? Are you are you working? And I'm like, yes, I am, actually. I'm on Instagram working. <laughs> so that's like our, our little joke in the house.
0: <laughs> and, and who would have thought, you know, just 10 years ago that that would be work? But it is. Yeah. Oh, for No, for sure. It's just, yeah, it's a different <clears throat> world now, for sure. Because in this day and time, <clears throat> what a lot of people don't know is, it, you see, back in the 90s and 80s and stuff, you could walk into a record label could have you sing and they could sign you that day that don't yeah. happen now now when you, mm-hmm. you, you if you even had a chance to walk in which I don't even think you can do that anymore the first thing is what's your fan base
2: yes you could exactly. the, you
0: could be the best singer out there you could be Carrie Underwood
2: mm-hmm.
1: but
0: if you don't have a fan base you ain't getting signed just simple as that oh well, yeah
1: that was funny too even um you know back um earlier like a few months ago mm-hmm. we were which CMA Fest is now canceled this year, obviously. Mm. Um, but we were, you know, looking um, at booking stuff for CMA Fest, and that was oh, well. the first question that I was asked was, how many followers do you have on Instagram? <laughs> um, so, yeah, for wow. sure, that's, that's definitely what people are looking at. And, and yeah, really, I mean, it doesn't matter if, if you're, yeah, if you're the best singer in the world, but if you if you don't have – you know, thousands of Instagram followers, then people don't really look at you too much.
0: And and some of the bigger labels even go one step further. I had somebody reach out to me a few months ago because they know I interview all these up-and-coming artists. And they said that they – and they're one of the big labels. I won't say who. But they said that we've got a new guy. We've got a new duo. We need a new female. So if you run into any of your female artists that you know – that has 15,000 um, YouTube followers. Oh, you Connect them huh. to me. Yeah. That, that I was like, at first, my first thought was, oh, I, I can, I'll have that by today. Well, I didn't realize how hard that is. Yeah. I, I mean, I've got friends of mine that have 100,000 fans on Facebook, but still only have 8,000 on YouTube. Um,
2: yeah, I was YouTube.
0: like, okay, well, that's – I mean, I went to – I was thinking of my biggest and went down the line. nope, 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 nope. nope. Ah. Okay, I don't know anybody with. Right, <laughs> that's
1: interesting with YouTube because that's what I kind of. So I think YouTube's making a slow comeback, but I kind of forget about YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't think I have too many YouTube followers. I um yeah I don't
0: really publicize. So keep that in mind. That's I didn't yeah, realize so that until to he told yeah. me that that's that's another avenue mm-hmm. that they're looking at. But I think mm-hmm. because it's hard to fake you have YouTube, but it's easy yeah. to fake Twitter and Facebook.
1: Yeah. And I think true. that may be why. Hmm. Okay, well, that's good to know. I'll start <laughs> blasting my YouTube, have, have people follow that. <laughs>
0: and because we always keep this a family show, our little eight-year-old always w- wants to ask one question, so we always let him on.
1: Oh, awesome.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Hi. He's about to get on in just a second as soon as he gets to Sandy, letting him on now, I think.
2: Awesome. Okay, what's here he is. Name? Here's Christopher. <laughs> Christopher.
0: Christopher. Hi, All Molly. Right.
2: What's your favorite food? <laughs>
1: Hi, Christopher. Um, that's a good question. My favorite food. Um, I'm actually kind of a picky eater. So this is um not the most exciting food, but I would say <laughs> like chicken nuggets or chicken tenders. I love love chicken. <laughs>
2: oh wow.
1: <laughs> Pretty what's basic yours, Lucas? food.
0: Oh, pizza. Pizza.
1: Ooh, that's a good one. I could have said pizza, too.
0: That's a good one. (laughs) He could eat up morning lunch and dinner. (laughs) (laughs) He comes and goes.
2: Yeah,
1: Yeah, he comes and
0: goes quickly. (laughs) He loves to be part of it, though. That's awesome. No, that's really cool that you guys see that. And we got a one-year-old daughter that when she gets older that we'll try to plug her in, too.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah, I love yeah, that yeah. Do the whole family thing—that's
0: really cool. Yeah. And that's another reason why we're, you know, because we were planning on possibly moving to Florida, and but all this has kind of fell on our lap. The show is taking off. Our new country buzz is taking off. Our mm-hmm. whole new country media is starting to grow, and and all of our contacts are based. Probably ninety percent of the people I know are in Nashville. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. okay, well that might be. So I was like, okay, maybe that's got because for. <clears throat> For a while, we were wanting to move to Jacksonville. Forward. We love Jacksonville. It's a really awesome place. Um, mm-hmm, but it was like very... we go back and forth every month, several times a month on a little day trips. Cause we're only two hours away from there. And okay. it's like I couldn't create no friendships really. and It was like just no connection to yeah. Jacksonville that we could create. And then all of a sudden, I told Sandy one day, I was like, you know, maybe God's up to something. Because we have all these connections in Nashville now. Mm-hmm. and I've even had a few people tell me when they were making a video that I would have put your son in my video if y'all were up here. And I'm like, oh, we're oh supposed gosh. to be up there. I knew then, yeah. but, you know, even oh, for the yeah. kids, like there's so much more opportunity, even for our kids too.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow.
1: That's really <clears throat> neat. Well, I'm glad so, that, yeah, we'll both be in Nashville now. So that's
2: exciting. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yes.
0: So if you could co-write with anyone dead or alive, who would it be and what would you want to write about?
1: Hmm. Um, honestly, I probably would want to write with Taylor Swift. Um, she, <laughs> she's just an incredible songwriter. That's also one of the reasons I love her and her music, just mm-hmm. the stories she tells. Because mm-hmm. um, she's yeah. written, I mean, she writes for other people too. Like I know, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she wrote Better Man for Little Big Town. and She did. She's, a yeah, yeah, she's just yeah, incredible songwriter. So I think, and I know she writes alone a lot, which I actually mm-hmm. tend to write alone most of the time too. Um, but I think, I don't know, Just I feel like I would learn a lot, just being in there, watching her write, getting to write with her. Um, so I think that would be really <laughs> cool.
0: And what would you want to write about if you did?
1: Um, <clears throat> probably... <laughs> With with Taylor, probably some relationship type of song. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we are both good at that, you know?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So how you're living your life right now, if there was one song to describe your life out there, it could be one of yours or somebody else's song, Don't Matter. What Mm -hmm. song would that be if your life was a song?
1: Um, I actually I've got a quick answer to that one. Um, I play this song at most of my shows. Um and I always kinda give that same speech that this song is, is pretty much my life right oh, well. now. Um and that is Baby Girl by Sugarland. <laughs> um
2: so that's um, oh,
1: yes. Yeah, you know, I'm I mean I'm playing bars every weekend and <laughs> trying to you know, anything and everything I can to make this dream happen. Um mm. and again with you know, hopefully um, someday it will, and I'll be able to. And you're
0: trying to get to you the. Know, and you're trying to get to the bridge part.
1: Right, exactly. I'm <laughs> trying. I'm trying to get there. Yeah. Yes, so we're in that last chorus where I can pay back my parents and do all of that, and just, <clears throat> yeah, just you know, get there. So right now I'm, I'm kind of in that, yeah, struggling. You know, hard work and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, trying to trying to get there. So that, yeah, that song is me right now. <laughs>
0: So I'm about to ask a question, and I'll explain in a minute why I'm asking it this way, because i got a specific reason. Okay. But, um, if, if you had a magic wand and what you're about to say would come true, where would you be in five years? And the reason I'm asking it that way is because this past February we asked that same question to Kelsey Ballerini, and oh. she's living almost to the T of her answer. And I'm one of them that mm-hmm. believes that you get what you picture, you get what you speak, and all that I'm really big advocate yeah. of that as long as you're doing the work and you're doing yeah. the work. So if everything goes perfect, where do you want to be in five years?
1: Um that's a yeah, that's a really cool question. And that's cool about Kelsey. Um <laughs> I would say I I mean my ultimate goal is, and I I do think I can I can do it in five mm-hmm. years, I'm working hard and I've got the support. Um, I want to be, you know, on tour, headlining, Mm -hmm. um, you know, yeah, commercial touring. So I want to play amphitheaters and big, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, big venues in in different countries. And I want to be played on the radio. I know everyone's pushing hard right now for female airplay in country Mm -hmm. music. Um, So, you know, I want to have some songs on the radio and I want to, yeah, just being able to, Share my music and tour, and you know, and to me, it's not. I mean, again, it's all great to be big mm. and famous and, and all of that. But I just, I mean, I want people to to know my music and and to be able to relate to it and all that. So, yeah, yeah in five years, I'm hoping to be on tour and and getting to yeah share my music with not just St. Louis and Nashville and the people. We are listening on Spotify and whatever, but with, with the world yeah.
2: for sure.
0: <clears throat> so let's say you had a friend, and let's say that you have heard them sing, and they sound pretty good. They have a great tone. They've got great presence. You can tell. But they've only they played five, ten shows so far, but they've got that stage bug now. And they mm-hmm. really feel in their heart that, that God placed this for them to do, and they, they really believe this is what they're supposed to do. What advice would you give them to help guide them for the next two, three, four years?
1: I would say, just one is one, just don't give up. Um, if it's really what you know, you you think you're meant to do and what you're called to do, then you got to do it. You know, you can't let. I mean, obviously, there's going to be obstacles and and different tests to kind of you know yep. push you through. But um, but yeah, I would say definitely. Don't let yourself give up. Don't get down on yourself. Um, and just stay true to yourself, too. I think that's a really big thing is um, yep. to not let, you know, society or let what other people think, you know, change you or who you are. Just always, you know, mm-hmm. staying true to yourself and what you stand for and who you are.
0: You know, I love that last part of your answer because when we first launched the Chris and Sandy show, I – have a friend in Nashville that I asked, who used to do podcasts like this, and I asked him for advice. You know what piece of advice would he give? And he says I only got one piece of advice. He says stay authentic. And he went on to explain because he knows we look up to like Bobby Bones and Ty Bentley and yeah. people like that. And he said mm-hmm. that you could tell every Bobby Bones joke, you can tell every Ty Bentley joke, and let's say you even you're good enough to even pull it off to where you build a fan base to where you're almost e- emulating. Uh-huh a tie, or a bobby, and your show is doing good. He says, the day is going to come when authentic Chris comes out. <clears throat>
2: that mm-hmm. mask is
0: going to come off. Like this. He says, I can't say it when, but it will. Every mm-hmm. artist, every host has that day, has that moment. And he said, when that happens, your whole fan base will leave you because they're not attracted to authentic Chris. They're attracted to fake Chris.
2: So
1: right. if you
0: stay authentic from the beginning, you'll create the right audience.
1: Yes, I love that. I totally, totally believe that. And that is one thing that I, um, you know, growing up in my family and, um, you know, going to the schools that I did, we were always, you know, I went to an all-girl high school, Catholic high school. So, you know, being in that environment and having those, you know, women and people around me um, mm-hmm. always, you know, supporting me in everything I do and giving me, you know, the confidence to be myself and whatever, I, um, I definitely... I know that I'll always, yeah, stay true to that and who I yeah. am for sure.
0: <clears throat> so we're down to the last question. I could go on and on on this, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but if there was a question out there that you kind of wish hosts like us would ask, but never do?
2: Huh. Um. Oh gosh, I don't even know. Let me think. Um, I
1: love. I love the team question, so you guys that's something no one asks but but you guys, so that was good. um I don't know, I guess maybe about like new music or things um mm-hmm. in the works or um I don't know, I guess yeah, something along those lines yeah, yeah. Of,
0: usually they usually a lot of artists will talk about the uh, new music as we're going through. And that's one reason why I kind of don't bring it up. I let them bring it up, but yeah, but the mm-hmm. last question we've actually built our show around that question because the goal is oh, wow. is to help you connect with the audience by asking you what you wanna be asked, but without you knowing it,
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that way it stays that way it stays authentic,
1: yeah, well, but yeah, you guys do a good job of that, for sure. <laughs>
0: Well, we definitely appreciate that. And self-promotion time—go and tell everybody how they can reach out to you.
1: Yes. Um, so I'm on all social media. Uh, my Instagram is at Molly Lovett. Facebook is at Moll. it. Twitter at M It 4 And then you just heard "Loving You" a little bit ago. So that song is on all music platforms. So it's on Spotify, Apple Music, all of that. Um, and I did. <laughs> did just download a (laughs) tiktok i haven't really posted i posted one thing i don't know how Mm after i'll be on that but (laughs) but it's at mom (laughs) of zero if you are on tiktok and want to (laughs) follow me go ahead um and then i got a youtube now too since i've learned that's a big thing go ahead and subscribe to that um yeah thank you thank you
0: well we appreciate you coming on the show today yeah, yes, no, I'm did. so
1: glad that, yeah, we could do this. Thank you guys so much.
0: And we look forward to bringing you back on the show down the road where you can give us some updates.
1: Yes, that would be great. Perfect.
0: All right, we will talk with you real soon.
1: All right, thank you. See ya.
0: All right, bye. Thanks, bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Hope you enjoyed the show today. Um, in this little mess that we're all in, Artists Need Your Help, Port them. Um, Go find her stuff, support her, and we've got another one coming at you tomorrow. We'll see you then.